When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Athletic Daily Ding. I'm your host today, Mo Dekeel. Jared Weiss couldn't be there with us because... The Celtics are playing, so of course he's working. So if we brought my man James Edward III. Yes, this game's so big, we didn't get the first. We didn't ask for the second. We brought in James Edward III to talk about the game, uh, game six of Boston versus Atlanta. First, James, how you doing, I'm man? I'm doing well, Mo. Good to see you, man. I haven't I haven't been able to be on our uh, Sunday show lately, but I'll be back Sunday. I almost feel like ever, James, but that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. But that's breaking news in its own right. You being there... <laughs> Telling us you're going to be there this Sunday is kind of like breaking news it is. in itself. I will be there. Folks, if you don't know, James Edwards covers the Detroit Pistons for us on the lovely website, theathletic.com. Go subscribe right there. Go read all his great works. He does a great job of finding interesting stories. But James, we're not here to talk about the Pistons. No. We had a pretty awesome game for game six in Boston versus Atlanta. This was one of those things where I thought like, hey. Boston's going to blow them out. Boston's going to take them serious. They start the game that yeah. way. And then Atlanta makes it a game, man. Like, it got to the point where I was like, oh, crap, we actually might have game seven. Trey, I mean, pretty much the whole series, but specifically the last couple of games, like him in the pick and roll, and we all know, like, Trey's a phenomenal pick and roll player, but the way he sets the tone, the way he's – the Celtics just really struggled, and they picked apart – when they they picked apart the drop – uh, when they did switch, they took advantage of it. I thought Atlanta adjusted well, and I thought until the end, uh, they did a great job of getting great shots, and it helped them. And I mean, John Collins, the res- the John Collins resurrection. I mean, did he, what he ended up making, he only missed one shot tonight, or maybe two. Um, I mean, it, he helped his uh, trade value, even though he'll <laughs> never be allowed to be traded from Atlanta. He's already on the trade block for next year, by the way, folks. I don't and we know already know, know that's that. they I, did not trade him next year yes exactly that's the only reason why that's the only reason why we know that he's still available um but this was pretty i was actually pretty impressed with collins i thought he played like really came up like you said with big shots and things like that shot it particularly well from three and even though trey was doing a great job as a quarterback in the offense it's just another kind of inefficient night from him yeah. in this nine of 28 from from the field in that sense you know Dejounte murray who came back from that stupid suspension that he took and it was a dumb thing for him to do um, to, to get entangled with the refs, but he didn't really kind of come out strong. I think he missed like his first seven shots. He kind of struggled with where he was at. I mean, that was one of those things where if they could have just gotten a, a little more help from him, I honestly think they could have forced a game seven. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it did start out a little shaky. And then even at the end, um, Boston turned it up defensively, but I did, I still thought Atlanta missed a lot of easy shots, specifically Trey young. I remember there was a, at least two layups and a floater that I f- I feel like you normally think Trey would make, and there was that was right there. I think the swing Boston comes down, gets the Horford threes. Uh, but he had a rough night. 
but ultimately to me, when it was kind of nut crunching time and the Celtics and Heat or Celtics and Heat, Celtics and Hawks were tied up. You're already thinking, <laughs> I'm already thinking finals. Okay, finals. I got you. Shout out to Hemi <laughs> Butler. Uh, <laughs> the Celtics just, I just thought that the the trap that Atlanta threw, and they ended up eventually stopping the final two minutes, but the traps they were doing like minutes two to four was just so soft. Like Smart was right there to receive the pass, and then he had the advantage right away. And I think ultimately, I mean, you can pinpoint many sections in a game where a team lost, but it, it was tied then. It was very close. They were trading buckets, and then the, that soft trap just really did them in. And, of course, the guys hit shots, but they were rewarded for for good ball movement. Yeah, shocking. The Atlanta Hawks' poor defense failed them in game six. That's a that's a, that's a a shocker right there. But I think the, the, the point, too, though, was – like I was for the Celtics side, not just smart, kind of doing a good job there off of the the double teams and, and, and attacking when he got it was just Jalen Brown was awesome in yeah. this game, really all night long. And I think coming through with two big threes and then Jason Tatum coming alive, you know, and, and, and hitting some shots. I felt like that became a big thing for them with those things. Just looking at the series overall, zooming out, who had the better series, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, yeah. so I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Going off feel, I'm going to go Jalen Brown. I feel like yeah, that's me I feel like he did same thing. And I think Tatum conceded to him too at the end of this game. Like he was getting him the ball, he was fine with it. And I like that chemistry with those two. I think they're both selfless and self selfless in that way. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. That's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokers Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. So Boston gets a win. I'm still angry at them for making this a six-game series. Anyways, we should have had the night off completely, James, (laughs) if we're being completely honest in that sense. But anyways... They win this game. They're going to play. Excuse me. Boston's going to play Philadelphia. Series starts on Saturday. Just off the bat, who's winning? Now we know already. Philadelphia. Anybody who has a mic that works for the Sixers <laughs> is constantly letting us know that there's a chance Joel Embiid may not play. Right. So just you know, first, do you think Joel Embiid plays in Game One? And second, what's your prediction for the series? I say no. He doesn't play to give him extra rest. They, I think they eat the first game just to get him go, just to have him available. I, I honestly, like, I really like Boston, but I do worry. It kind of, I think it might be last year or maybe two years ago. Just sometimes they just get very stagnant on offense when it's when it's tight, and they, I don't think they did that tonight. They did a great job tonight of getting the ball moving and kind of staying staying true to themselves. But they still do have those games, and if Embiid can be ninety percent, I just don't know that they can. He, he just feels like a man on a mission. I, 
I'm going to go Philly in seven, assuming Joel plays. I'm going Joel's going to play. This is this reeks of gamesmanship to me of this whole thing, this whole process with Embiid of like, oh, he's 50 50 if the series starts and all that stuff. I have a philosophy, James, in the playoffs. I don't believe what the coaches say right now. At this point, most of the time when they're talking to media, they're lying. That's just my honest belief in the, the way they go about it with the injury reports. Second, I think Boston wins this, and I think Boston actually wins it easily because I don't think they have any ability from the Sixers' side to be able to defend Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. I think that becomes a massive part of that series. And I think James Harden's not getting to the rim as much as he used to. If Embiid is somewhat hampered, they're really screwed. Um, I think Boston actually wins this series pretty easily. Uh, I'll go six games. No, I'm going to go five games. I'm not even going to go cowardly. I'm going five games. I love that. I'm actually going to switch to Celtics and six. There, there we go. I'm I just think I, the, the one thing that scares me with Boston is they have a tendency to mess around and and right not be focused offensively and things like that. But so does Philly, and that's yeah. why I think like Philly, Philly swept their series and they didn't even look that good doing it. And I think that's kind of the the my viewpoint of it with the Sixers. So I think that's, that's my concern. But I'm still reeling a little bit, James, from the Bucks collapse. Man, I know they covered it last night on the on the Daily Dig and everything, but I'm still kind of like <laughs> in it, 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 sort of like I, all day today. I kind of was just like, huh, yeah. that really did happen. That wasn't a fever dream of some sort. What are some of your thoughts right here with the uh, uh, <laughs> the collapse of the Bucks and and the rise of the Heat? Right. I I don't remember if it was you that tweeted it. Uh, I remember seeing it maybe this morning. And well, underlying, if it, smart, if it was a smart thing, if it was a smart thing, no, it was I good. I think it was you. That's why okay, I was. Good. That's why I thought it was you. I thought. I, I thought you got it off. Drew Holiday had some terrible shots in that whole oh. series. I don't. Did you tweet that? Yes, 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 yes. I did. He. I thought that was like was questionable. Was atrocious, and I just felt like they. This was the first time that I felt like the Bucks played like they didn't have to prove anything to anybody like they felt like it would just happen for them that it would work out because they're the bucks like i maybe i'm wrong but it just the way that they played there was a little bit of carelessness to them or, or i shouldn't say carelessness but there's a recipe there we know what works and i felt like they didn't always get it there and then defensively like at a point man you gotta let somebody other than jimmy butler beat you and how do you get to what was it Five, six games, five games. Which one was five it? Games, five, five games. Five games. Five games. And you stay in the same setup. I just felt like there was, they switched, they did things here and there, but it was like, I don't know, man. I just felt like after game three, you got to put Giannis on them more. I, I, they just, I just didn't feel like they did enough to, to make Jimmy uncomfortable the whole series. Yeah, the one thing I'll say, and I'll push back a little bit on that, is that they generally do not do that a lot where they put Giannis on wing players. And I think that's one of those things where Giannis is in their defense and what makes their defense so good is Giannis being the help guy and and kind of playing free safety. And you're right. Like at a certain point, you got to switch it because Jimmy Butler ate Drew Holiday's lunch. And that was kind of the, the, the honest thing about it. And I mean, you saw that clip of Jimmy yelling to him, I own you, um, yeah. is, is 
pretty is pretty and that's like point blake in his face like that's one of the things why yeah. we love jimmy 100%. but uh yeah it was a shocking sort of result i probably still don't even fully understand it myself and that's that's saying something but let me ask you this question then yes because it did set up miami new york we got I can't wait a pretty it's going to be a, a i think an ugly ugly series but yes. hilariously fun at the same time yes what's your prediction there I respect the hell out of the Knicks. I hate personally watching the Knicks play. I love watching Jalen Brunson play, but I hate watching the Knicks play. But I just think that is a – I think the Knicks actually win in five. I just think they're a better okay. team, and I think they're locked in, and I think they're a physical team that will meet Miami's kind of – I don't even know what to call it because it's, it's spearheaded by Jimmy, and I'm not going to say heat culture – but just their bravado, like I think the Knicks will knock them off the off their rocker a little bit. And I, I Bam played better in Game Five, but he still hasn't looked. I don't know if he's hurt or what it is. He still hasn't looked great. And Mitchell Robinson looked phenomenal in the Cleveland series. Julius has had his ups and downs, whatever. But Brunson, I just think the Knicks are more equipped to handle uh, Jimmy or Hemi Butler, as we call him right now. Uh, and I think that Miami just doesn't have enough firepower outside. I'm not trusting Duncan Robinson to do what he did again. Uh, maybe Cody Martin or Caleb Martin. Which one is it? Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. And Caleb had some good moments, but like I'm not trusting yeah. that right now. So I just think the Knicks have too much. Uh, first off, I told you earlier, I don't speak millennial. We're not doing this <laughs> Hemi Butler thing the whole time, okay? Hemi! Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I... I'm kind of torn in this one because you're right. The Knicks are the better team. Yeah. They have the better talent. I, I, Josh Hart is absolutely phenomenal. So good. I think that was a, a, a great pickup for them at the trade deadline. Um, some idiot named Mo was not all that into that trade at the time <laughs> it happened. That, that guy's an idiot. Uh, I thought it was a smart move. Um, but uh, I just I, – I kind of just think like this Heat team's got something with them. You're right. And it, it – and it starts with just and ends with Jimmy. It's all about him in that sense. And I think Spo is just an unbelievable coach. Yes. And I think there's something there. I I think this is a toss-up. I think this goes seven. I think this is a pick 'em. I think this is gonna be a wild. I hope one. you're I right. Know one thing for sure. Yeah, I hope so too, because I know one thing that's going to be going completely nuts is Madison Square yes. Garden. Because the Knicks are going to be in the second round for the first time since 2013. That's something they've been dying for and waiting for. But that we're gonna wrap here. That's it. We're going to be ready to go. We got some big games this weekend. Phoenix, Denver starts up. We got Lakers, uh, Memphis on uh, uh, tonight. We have Golden State, Sacramento tonight as well. If not both, but one of those series, I think, is definitely going to wrap up. And then we're on to the second round after those series wrap up. And Denver, Phoenix start up Saturday. We're going to have some good times here going through it. Thank you for listening yes, on the Athletic Podcast Network. And if you watched on the Athletic YouTube channel, thank you so much. And go read James. Go read his stuff. It's always awesome. He finds, again, the most unique storylines. And James, take it away. Ding, ding, ding. You've never done the Daily Ding. Oh, I have, oh, but I always forget. Did I do it right? All right, let's try that again. Let's reset it. Let's All reset right. it, everybody. And James, take it away. Ding, ding. Ding. Always forget what it is. Just two. Just two. two. Just ding, ding. That's all you got to do. I don't know why I do three. <laughs>